Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. This is the Saturday morning virtual rec room. And this episode is brought to you by Night Reich by John Pica, available from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and wherever you get ebooks. Also brought to you by Four Bad Crows by the Murdering Crows, available on Google, Amazon, and Apple Music, and wherever you get your music. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we join the show in progress with special guests. Chris Baglio of the Chris and Amanda show. And we'll do that right after these words from our sponsor. All right, guys and gals, this is back of the cereal box. And uh, I am your host, John Pika. Here's how this works, guys. You guys get to post comments throughout the show and we will uh, address them, read them, answer your questions, read your comments. You get to interact with us throughout the show. And this show is called Back of the Cereal Box because when I was a kid, we didn't have iPhones or iPads at the breakfast table. We were reading literally the back of the cereal box between cartoons and wrestling and kaiju movies, Godzilla monster movies. And on the back of the cereal box, we discovered movies, toys, games, music, all of the cool pop culture stuff that we love and talk about on this show. So, first segment. Where in the world is co-host Barty? She's actually with us. She's not missing. But... Debartee, are you 100% with us this morning? No. <laughs> My baby, what's going on? I don't know. I think I got food poisoning. I spent last night throwing up. That was fun. What? Where did you yeah. get food poisoning? From some chili. From where? A can. <laughs> Yeah. Why would anyone eat chili out of a can? Debarty, what were you thinking? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I don't feel good. <laughs> don't scold me. I don't feel good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I won't scold you. Uh, also joining us, our other regular co-host. She is the queen of hopeful simplicity. The one, the only, Melissa Stetcher. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, friends. Poor Dee. Do you feel bad for Dee? Yeah. Are we, Only are because we... she's got five kids, and I'm sure they're all like, hey, mom. Hey, mom. She's like, hold on. What? You know? <laughs> than I, you know, I was able to do that by myself. That was well, <laughs> well, well, hopefully, <laughs> we, we will have enough fun this morning, Dee that you will feel much better after the show. I always feel better after I laugh. When, when I'm sick, I put in uh, trains, planes, and automobiles to watch. And, and that always makes me feel better. You know, I can handle a lot. I can, I can handle the flu. I can handle a cold. I can, I can handle COVID. I had COVID. I can handle that. Throwing up. 
That is not something I can handle. I don't even know how I'm here. I, I'm, I really don't. Well, look, if you have to jump up and leave suddenly, we will understand why. We'll laugh about it, but we'll understand it. I'm okay. I, I'm okay. I mean, I, I've been good since about two this morning, but I still feel like... Whoop. All right. That's making me a little bit ill. That's enough of that talk. Um, please welcome very special co-host all the way from Winnipeg. It is the lovely and talented, first day with my new tongue, lovely and talented Miss Willow Schuyler. Good morning, Willow. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Are Dee, you... I am so sorry that you're not feeling well. Well, thank you. Are you wearing Mickey Mouse pajamas? I am. I am. Mickey Mouse leopard print pajamas. <laughs> Pretty much the only thing that I own that has leopard print on it. <laughs> I love that. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, before we bring in our very special guest this morning, I have to remind everyone, and you guys, I've been hard at work this week creating some new show graphics, and I'm really proud to show these graphics for... The show sponsors, of course, Night Reich, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, wherever you get books. And that is written by yours truly, Tales of the Decoverse, Volume One. I've not read it myself, but the reviews are awesome. Four Bad Crows by the Murdering Crows, our very own DL Memphis and the Geek Gumshoe, available from Amazon, Google, and Apple Music. And of course, brought to you by Cryptid Adventures by Willow Schuyler's own co-host, JD, the Jersey Devil, cryptidadventures.com. Love it, be it, do it. All right, guys, you guys ready for this? D, are you ready? Melissa, are you ready? Let's get our energy up. Let's get ready. Because the rec room is about to burn to the ground with fire. Because it's our special guest, the one, the only, the host of the Chris and Amanda show, heard everywhere you get podcasts. Welcome into the virtual rec room, Chris. Vaglio! <laughs> so happy to be here. This is awesome. Well, I love this. this is awesome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here, Chris. So uh, you are, just tell our viewers in 30 seconds or less who you are, what you do, and how you got wrangled into being on this show at 8 o'clock Central wow. Time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So in 30 seconds or less. So, uh, as uh, you guys know, my name is Chris Vaglio, and I am a um, business coach and consultant. And what I do is I work with creative professionals to help them build a rock star brand so that way they can get noticed, feel confident, and bring in more clients. My background, uh, I spent 20 years as a filmmaker and video producer of a company I co-founded with my best friend from college called Gray Sky Films until I decided to exit uh, last year and start my uh, a new company called Rocket Growth Agency, and that's uh, essentially it in a nutshell. I've got a lot of background as far as uh, being a gigantic, I like to say I'm a gigantic certified Star Wars nerd, um, big in the punk, hardcore, metal, uh, definitely, you know, as you can see, grew up on Kiss, 
uh, big time. That's the first record I ever bought with my own money back in the uh, back in the 70s. And, uh, and, you know, I'm just I'm super excited. There's so much going on. I'm like been pumped to get on the show. I've been watching all the episodes. And uh, and, you know, John and I met uh, in Clubhouse as uh, as one does nowadays. You know, you, you meet people in Clubhouse, you become fast friends and and here we are. Um, I know Melissa really well, too. I'm meeting Dee and Willow for the first time. You guys are awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm also a podcaster, too. So uh, co-host of the Chris and Amanda show and also host of the Rocket Live show. So, yeah. That's so, so, so I, I've got to ask, Chris, because you've got some tattoos. You're, you're sleeved up. And, and is that a Star Wars uh, – are both of them Star Wars or just that no, one? No, just this one is a Star Wars sleeve. So – a little hard to tell, but I've got uh, Vader, uh, Vader up here, and then it's like Luke. This uh, is the dark side. Don't mind the dark side. Death Star number th- number two, Slave One in there. So, and then somehow Betty Page made it in there too. But of course she did, <laughs> because Betty Page should be. In the Star Wars universe. Well, you know, she should I mean, be in every universe. She just so seamlessly blends in with the Star Wars universe. I mean, you know. She really does. So I I also host the Diesel Punk podcast, and it's a podcast that's focused on the uh genre of diesel punk, which is the art and aesthetics, the the style of the 1930s and 40s mashed up with science fiction and fantasy. And our ass- assessment has always been that Star Wars is good diesel punk because of the source material that oh, yeah. Flu- Lucas was influenced by. Oh, yeah. And yes, pinup models would have existed in the Star Wars universe for sure. Now, it might have been a Twi'lek pinup model, but that's kind of hot, actually. I, it is, about you know? it. I mean, you know, there, there's actually some really fascinating Star Wars pinup art on, uh, on Pinterest. If you Well... On Clone Wars, the very first yeah. uh, season of Clone Wars, there were pinup uh, pinups painted on the uh, sides of the uh, battle cruisers. Mm-hmm. That was really awesome. The it was transports. Really, it was. It was. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the Star Wars universe is so vast now. It's it's so cool. Like, you know, I know there there's definitely some hate out there for, but I, I gotta tell you, I, I love, I just love the, the the amount of it and the volume. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for for years. So. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good, but I'm just happy to have it. Well, look, Star Wars is oxygen. The reason I'm doing this show today is because when I was seven years old in 1977, a Friday night, I saw, and Dee's like, oh, he's telling this story again. Oh, my God. You know, I'm going to get up and go, guys. I'll be back. Well, you know, so so I'm, I'm a kid, and I'm sitting in the theater, and I see Darth Vader walk through that door, mm-hmm. and I point to the screen. And I'm like, I want to do that. And that is directly responsible for us being here today. Without George Lucas and Darth Vader, there would be no back of the cereal box. Nice. Dee are you are you hanging in there? You look... You look like I'm trying. <laughs> be nice to I'm Dee. So sorry, I'm, I'm gonna be nice. I'm not gonna make fun of her, but but I, I just I'm concerned about her. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She shouldn't be here. She should be napping. Yeah, I think maybe we can give you permission to skip out, Dee. I'm okay. I might okay. just keep you like Oh, soon, oh but I'm okay. so so most mornings she's like, "You make me get up and be on this show at <laughs> eight in the morning." The the morning that I'm like, D, you could go take some time. I don't go back to sleep. She's got five kids. Do you want to spend time with five kids? 
Let's if anybody wants to go run and hide. <laughs> so, so Chris, you're a huge Star Wars fan. What turned you on to Star Wars, and what is your favorite Star Wars? Oh boy, here we go. Uh, so I, much like much like you, John, my my um, history with Star Wars was at a very young age when New Hope came out. Um, I was pretty young. But, you know, my parents went to go take me to go see it at the Totowa Cinema. Uh, I grew up in Totowa, New Jersey, and uh, that's where I saw New Hope. And I just made such an impression on me at a very, very young age. I just, you know, I think like anybody who saw it back then, it just hit you like so much more than, I, I don't know. I just, as I always like to say, how I, it was just magic. And that to me also ignited the spark of creativity and me wanting to become a filmmaker and get involved in, in you know, being a creator because I just, I just felt like something at that very young age was just totally woken up in me and that just followed me through. And that I, much like you, John saying this, this podcast exists because of star Wars, uh, this, um, my whole career exists because of star Wars, because I just, uh, just totally got me going on the whole creative bug. Um, so one of my favorite star Wars, I, I don't think this is going to be a shock for anybody out there. Uh, especially anybody that's a longtime Star Wars fan, but my favorite film is The Empire Strikes Back. I know that's a cliche, but I don't care. It's I feel like it's the perfect movie <laughs> from start to finish. And as far as Star Wars go, it's got everything you could ever want. Um, action, suspense, romance, uh, big cliffhanger ending where you don't know if your hero's dead or alive. And it's got this darker tone. And of course, you know, we get the introduction to our man, Boba Fett. So uh, love it. Love Empire Strikes Back. Definitely my, my top film. M- Empire Strikes Back is in my top five perfect movies list. It is and, a perfect film. But not only do we get Boba Fett in the Empire Strikes Back, we get the best Star Wars character. Hello, what have we here? That's right. Lando, Lando Calrissian works every time. Join me up in the clouds. <laughs> A smooth operator, Lando Calrissian. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's great. So, uh, Willow, you're laughing. Melissa, you're shaking your head. Are you guys uh, Star I'm, Wars? I'm married to a Star Wars fan. <laughs> so uh, we have we have a Lego room. And he has uh, the Millennium Falcon uh, Lego set, two of them. So, the big wow. one, the, the like five thousand piece thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. That's awesome. I I always wanted to get that one, but I'm like, I'm just never gonna find the time to really put it together. And then it's just gonna be another <laughs> unopened box sitting in my closet of, of stuff. And yeah. <laughs> Melissa, what is your favorite Star Wars moment? Yes. Uh, for me, it's more like <laughs> yes. the overall story, and I like individual characters. But, okay, so fun random story. On my on my book tattoos, I have New Hope, but it's from Gears of War. But at the winery, somebody's like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. I'm like, well, yes, but <laughs> the O is a gear, so no. But, yeah. So that's what I get. Right. I get you, Chris. I get you. I get you. And but Dave, I did for Chris. Is that represent? Oh my goodness. Oh my and wait, wait. You've got a Lando bowl with a handle, which is a great segue 
to our first segment. What's in the ball? Because we are back in the cereal box. And yes, we wear our pajamas and we eat breakfast cereal every morning. And this morning, we've all got Booberry because it's the most wonderful time of the year. Willow, did you find the uh, the assignment this morning? Yes. Um, so Can you send it to me? Oh, sorry. I, I have the video, but no, I didn't find the, the lyrics. lyrics. Yeah, okay. no, I, I'm, I'm, try, I'm still trying. I'm still trying. I you meant the cereal but... bar. I'm like, yes. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, what just happened there? <laughs> My computer is working. Okay, so Willow got Booberry this week, courtesy of D-Bar-T. D-Bar-T, do you have Thank you box? very much. How's that coffee working out for you, by the way? <laughs> uh, really well. I have a funny story about that. So um, when I got in the mail... My kids were here, and they love coffee like I do. And so the the pumpkin spice latte said, you know, that was easy to make. You just add water. Well, my 17-year-old turned it around to, add, to see how much water to add, and she's like, 240 milliliters? That's a lot. And I was like, no, honey, that's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's eight ounces. It's a cup. <laughs> <laughs> that that ain't American. That's Canadian. Um, the that Canadian system. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Well, so so back of the cereal box. On the back of this cereal box, I love this. Does everyone have the se- yes? The Monster Mash download. Now, did everyone do this? I did not do it yet. Okay, well, so we're going to do it live on the air. We're probably going to get a copyright strike, but you 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 just scan the QR code, and then you can download and listen to the the song, the Monster Mash. We'll just blame Sean if there's a copyright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We did this last week in karaoke. Can you guys hear that? I can hear it. All right, little trivia here. That's the voice of Booberry himself. And who knows who the original voice of Booberry was? Not before. <laughs> Famous actor. He uh, did some of the voices on Looney Tunes, but he was a character on Casablanca. I really love you, Rick. You guys don't know? Peter Laurie. He's going to think. I didn't even have to Google that. As soon as I listened, I was like, oh, that's right. Peter Laurie did the original voice of Blueberry. So, uh, yeah, um, the Monster Mash, downloadable. See, and I love this because, Chris, when I was a kid, they actually printed the records on the back. Yes, they did. It would be the little flexi, the little flexi disc, and you could pop it out and all that, and you could play it. And yeah. I used to have a bunch. Of, they're, they're gone now. They were not made for, 
for no. uh, for posterity. They, they they did not hold up, but they were definitely fun. And then sometimes too, and it got a little bit more sophisticated. Then you could do the UPC, send it in with like a dollar or something, and then you'd get and get the real vinyl. Yeah, yeah. So I opened, I popped this open, and I'm shocked that blueberry has no smell. Really? It smells like cardboard. It smells like a <laughs> cardboard box. <laughs> like a two-year-old. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, we're going to try oh, this on funny. air. And Willow, since you don't have Booberry in Canada, Dee sent like- you a box. Yeah. And you've already started eating, but we're going to we're gonna pour the uh, almond milk in here. I'm jealous that Chris got a regular box. I have three family-sized boxes of this Halloween crap. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like the cereal, but I am eating all the marshmallows off the top. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so I, I have in the past hated marshmallows in cereal. I love marshmallows, but the they have part. improved them quite a bit over the years. Chris and I are friends. Dibarty, are you going to take a big bite of the Aww. cereal? <laughs> hey, kid, does Izzy want some? Oh, yeah. some for Izzy. Let's get Izzy. That's my let's, nickname. We let's get Izzy's um, impression of Booberry. All right, take a bite. All right. It's all right, what do you think? Choose a marshmallow. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. Yeah. What do you think, Izzy? Is it good? Yeah, she's very shy. Does she like it? I'd be shy too if Johnny talked to me this early in the morning. <laughs> well, but she knows me. That doesn't make you less creepy. True. Don't do it. All right, Willow. Is it your, good? Your impressions. She said it's good. <laughs> That's all I need to hear. Well, <clears throat> Willow, to be you, honest, you've had blueberry for the very first time today. What do you think? I thought it would have a little bit more flavor to it. Um, but it's not bad, but it's definitely not my favorite cereal. Sorry, guys. I, I don't see the hype of it, but. Okay. <laughs> so, Mille- what? I don't okay. know. Oh, wasn't it you? Don't tell us. I didn't jump was a green. Yeah, for me, this is more, it's very nostalgic. I actually eat this all the time as a kid, and I love the milk. Obviously, that's always the best part, right, with the sugar, so the milk gets to be like that. Blue milk. Blue milk. <laughs> like what happened with Cookie Crisp? Yeah, yeah. Well, the the milk turns blue, and so, really, truthfully, this is a Star Wars cereal because you get the blue milk. You get blue milk. Boom. And it makes sense. Like this. What were we eating that the milk turned green, but nothing was, was that was a uh, Ghostbuster cereal, I believe. Or no, it's the Captain Crunch. Yeah. That oh. Was weird. With the, uh, the yeah, it had orange crunch berries that turned the milk green. Hmm. Kind of Here. the same shade of green of D. Barty's face. Oh, poor D. We're all sitting here eating cereal and she doesn't feel well. I feel like, oh man. She won't eat the cereal, Chris. She, she won't in the morning. She might at night. I love yeah. you, D. I, I love D too, but. I feel so bad that you're not feeling well, Dee. Yeah. I will say this is a good late night snack as well. So I, I, I can't. She took it. She's eating it. Awesome. 
Well, I kind of dig this because it, it is sweet, but it's not like overpowering sweet. Right. And the, 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 the blueberry flavor is just faint enough. All right. Yeah. Everyone's been commenting all morning, and I cannot ignore the comments anymore. We've been holding <laughs> off on them. So we've got a bunch of comments. Drew Milden says, I'm here. Welcome, Drew. Welcome, Drew. He wants to talk what if. Chris, are you watching what if? Have you finished the season? Uh, oh, my God. So good. I haven't finished it yet. I am two episodes behind because we're away, and I've been playing catch-up, and we didn't watch this week yet. So my wife and I are just going to sit down and power through the, the two episodes. So we're, we're behind two. All right. And, Melissa, you're loving it? But it's yeah, good. we finished it this week. Yeah, the final episode was so good. Okay. Oh, so good. I can't wait. Okay. The last two episodes were so good, so I'm, I'm going to leave it. I got to tell you, it's been um, it's been really surreal hearing Chadwick Boseman's voice as T'Challa on this card. And I'm, but I'm really happy that we at least have that from him and that he was doing that. Um, it's just, it's really cool, but it's also, like, sad. But I'm glad we have it. Yeah. 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 You um, I've loved the whole season. My favorite is actually episode one. Because I, I am say, I loved episode one. I'm a huge Peggy Carter fan to begin with, and I'm a huge Captain America fan. And Captain Carter was just, that whole episode yeah. to me was just it was perfect. Perfect MCU. I really loved season one of uh of Agent Carter. I thought season one was so good. I felt like season two was like they just kind of lost their way a little bit and I don't know. It just, I felt like it started off strong and didn't end very well because I just feel like there was a lot going mm-hmm. on behind the scenes with that show. But I think a season three of that show would have been awesome. I think they were, they were, uh, with season two, mm-hmm. they were kind of trying to figure out the whole romance mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. And, but, but we got two great things yeah, out of season amazing. two. We got Black Widow's origin yep. in season two. True. And we got a musical number. That's true. We did get a musical number. Yeah, it was great. I, I love Agent Carter. Uh, Drew Milden also says Muppets Haunted Mansion. It debuted this week on Disney Plus. Is anyone watching it, watch it, it is yet? It good? I all that, and it is earmarked to watch. Mm-hmm. It's as good as Muppets Treasure Island, which I loved Muppets Treasure Island, and I also love Muppets Christmas Carol as well. Muppets Christmas Carol is for me the gold standard right. of Christmas Carol movies. I like Treasure Island because I love that Tim Curry's in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, He's right, brilliant. Like, Tim Curry's in it, watching. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of enjoyed Muppets from Space, though. That was. <laughs> I saw that. My wife and I went to go see that in the theater uh, when it came out, like way back. I, I liked mm-hmm. it too. It was. It was. I liked. It was a Gonzo story, which was great. Mm-hmm. We very we very rarely ever get Gonzo as as a main character like that, so it was really cool. Gonzo well, is my favorite. Well, but after Muppets in Space, they did make him the narrator of Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes, they and did. apparently he returns in that role for Muppets Haunted Mansion. Oh, cool! Yeah. All right. So, Andrew uh, Drew checking in with number one. Muppet Treasure Island, number two, Christmas Carol, number three, Haunted Mansion. That's his. That's an official ranking, Drew. That that's official, like on the books ranking. You're gonna stick by that. Wait, what? Are you reading ahead in the comments? What's going on here? I am sorry, because <laughs> it popped up. 
Let's all stay together, kids. It's more fun when we get there together. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Chris is just the front of the like the the hand line. He's up there. <laughs> Drew says D Barty is my spirit animal. You've got your fans, D. I'm only that's, a little offended. Thanks, That's Drew. all she's got. Oh, only a little offended. Because she says, oh. is your kryptonite. Not okay. Not okay. Hey, Poor look me. who says good morning. Oh. Miss Kim. Kim White from the, the, Texas the is herself. watching. Princess. She had so much fun last week. She's like, I want to be here every Saturday morning. And and Dave says John is not read Night Reich himself. It's true. My editors did, but I didn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and uh, oh, now we're gonna have some uh, private conversations. Um, really, have the screens up in like whoop, another whoop. room before. This is amazing. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Can we just and, build on that? Because I've worked with Chris and his Rocket Growth Agency, and like the thirty minute call was mind blowing. Really? Okay. Talk like, about that. Absolutely mind blowing because I'm a big believer of you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to take advice from anybody that's sitting at the table I want to be at. And the experience Chris has, but the realness and communication, it was just like I've already made shifts and it's not even been a month. And I've already made connections with clients and recordings with, you know, like all sorts of things. But he's down to earth about it. And he doesn't mind me going, Chris, wear your t-shirts. Those kinds of things is you need you need that in business and to have somebody speak your language but sits above you. Yeah, definitely. Rocket growth rocked. Thank you. Happy to that's, have just saying. That's just awesome. Saying. Uh Dave Mattingly, Uncle Dave says, Help me, Betty Page. You're my only hope. <laughs> I feel like that's a shirt. That that should be a shirt. Yeah. That that would be a good shirt. Now, this is an interesting comment from Drew. He says, Gears of War 1 is a perfect game. Is that mm. uh, a reference see, to see your tattoo? Yeah. Okay. There's my new hope with the gear on it. Okay. I would not disagree that all Gears of War are my perfect soul animal games. I love them all. I've played them all repeatedly. I've even read the books. And I have the graphic novels. I may or may not have a problem. And I have the pops. Now, Willow. Unless you I'm sorry. You're a gamer. Are you yeah. are you a Gears of War fan? Uh I'm gonna have to say that Halo was a little bit better, but I get that a lot. <laughs> I can disagree. That's fine. <laughs> Because for me, it's the characters. And Marcus Phoenix, he is such a lovable a-hole. <laughs> and it's like me. And it's really scary when I have the chainsaw in my backyard. They're like, Mom, you're not Marcus. Yeah, but. <laughs> Chain, I, I don't want to know. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says Rogue One for the win. He believes that Rogue One is a perfect Star Wars movie, and I'm going to give him that it may be the second best of the saga. I'm going to say out of the newest film, Dave, out of the newest films, I think John... Yeah, I think I'm just bored. It is the best one. I don't like Star Wars, and I'm not a gamer. Like, why am I here? Because you're pretty. And she hates cereal. 
Because why am I here? Because <laughs> DBRT represents our viewing audience. DBRT. So if you DBRT is bored, the rest of the audience is bored. But DBRT is she loves to ask great questions. Like when she's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. That allows us to expand on it. So D, what what are we talking about that you are not jiving with? I, I, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I, but I you've just watched watch. all of them. I didn't understand them, and I didn't like them. What, what, what's there not to understand? See, there you go. She doesn't I, understand no, why no, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying mm -hmm. to come to a place of understanding so that I the can help thing. her understand the whole thing. All right, so... I do not understand... The storyline, it was a lot of, like, I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, I just think. exactly. <laughs> no, you, I think you got it perfectly. Um, we, we need to, we need to just clip that part out. Like the. <laughs> that Star Wars summed up right there. Right? Describe Star Wars in three random noises. Bye. I do like Mandalorian, and I do understand that. It's a little easier to understand. So, you know, I'm trying to get there. Which is fascinating to me because the Mandalorian <coughs> is so layered in the Star Wars lore. You don't have to know anything about the Star Wars lore, but if you do, it's so rich. But yet, that's the one Debarty loves and gets. That's interesting to me. It's also like 30, 45 minutes, so I can really dive in and give it my full attention. That's okay, fair. that's fair. That's fair. And it's a character. I just Do you feel so like the characters. Yeah. I feel like really dumb trying to watch Star Wars, to be honest with you. And I don't like anything that makes me feel dumb, which is why I'm like, why am I here? Because y'all making me feel dumb. No, 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 no. Oh, Not at all. You make total sense to me. I didn't watch Star Wars until I was an adult. Because my family wasn't into it. And I think by that time I could appreciate a character. And that's why I think you like the Mandalorian, because it's I'm gonna focus on one thing. Yeah. And I'm gonna appreciate Probably. that one person. So it's a lot. It's a lot. And then I mean my husband loves it and he's like he made me sit down and watch all eight hundred movies. And I'm like Probably why I hate them. All <laughs> eight hundred movies. Wow, there's a lot of movies. I didn't. I didn't well, see. now if you if you count the the Clone Wars and Rebels and all Bad Batch series, all of them. And both Clone Wars too, by the way. It took like two days. Series. I, I don't know. I don't remember. And then here's where I differ from D because I actually cried when I saw in in episode three when uh, Yoda started fighting and I'm just like <laughs> I just don't get it I don't get it I know that the the big slob looking guy is the bad guy Jabba? yeah that guy <laughs> he was a bad guy yes that's but correct was he? was he really? Yes. Well, you know, he was he was the, he's a gangster, you know. So I would say yeah, he he's up there. I mean, he's a crime lord. He he, he killed people for money and you know, I, I would put him up there with a villain. He's a villain. Cuz he's but not he like a gangster with eyes. I know that Natalie Portman had twins. She had, 
had what? Right. Yes. Yes. She was the 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 mother of Luke and Leia. So yes, she okay. had kids. Padme. All right. So D, Mandalorian, season two finale. <laughs> we see the return of Luke Skywalker. What did you feel at that moment? No, I know that guy. Sort of. <laughs> I I kind of cried. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I kind of cried. How do you kind of cry? Well, it was like you know I was like, hey, why am I crying? <laughs> Should not be crying over this? But I got to am. So it's kind of a cry. And my wife is sitting next to me, and she's like, "Are you gonna cry?" And I'm like, "No, yes." <laughs> So that whole season, the whole series, as soon as they introduced Grogu in episode one, season one, I was like, we're going to see Luke Skywalker in this series. And everyone was like, no, they're not going to do that. That's too easy. It's cliche. I I was on board with that. I said, there's no way. Yeah. and, And I knew it from the very beginning. The only person that can train and take Grogu is Luke Skywalker. That This is where we're going. And my best friend, Jason Swank, is the creator and host of Rebel Force Radio, Mm -hmm. the most listened to Star Wars podcast on the internet. And we were having conversations. He's like, that's not going to happen. They're not going to do it. They're staying away from all of that. I said, dude, I'm telling you, we're going to see, we're going to see Ahsoka. We're going to see Ezra Bridger, but we're going to see. Luke Skywalker. And then season two comes out and they verify Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka. <sighs> and I was like over the moon about that. That oh, yeah. episode was epic. And I'm like, I'm telling you, we're going to see Luke Skywalker. Everyone's like, no, it can't happen. It won't happen. And then we see that green lightsaber and I. Yeah. That's the face I made when Rosario Dawson appeared. I'm like, if I could fangirl over a hot, nerdy actress, <laughs> that woman, is there doubt that she can't do? Like, she can rock every nerd role in my world. And I'm like, eh, okay. Mm. And I love that she campaigned for that role. Like, she's like, right? I want to play Osoka. I, I will play Osoka. Yeah. She campaigned to get that role. Yeah. Yeah. And perfect. Fangirl. Perfect fangirl. translation from animation to live action. Agreed. Now, Debarty, so when you saw Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, it meant nothing to you. Don't know who that is. The one with the, the like, the okay. Thank you. There we go. Yeah, I liked her. Didn't mean anything to me. Oh, I love Rosario. I love her in Rent. I love her in Luke Cage. I love her in Star Wars. Oh, I love her in my dreams. I love her in Clerks. I, I love her in my dreams. Yeah, I love her in Sin City. There is there is not a role she's played that I'm just not like, okay, I'll see it. Like, there's just, there's not a... And now, Back of the Cereal Box is going to get a restraining order from Rosario Dawson. <laughs> I am. Against... Melissa well, I'm going to be like Sheldon and be like, look what I got. I got her signature. Like, <laughs> So we got some comments about the Monster Mash song. Dave Mattingly did pipe up and say Peter Laurie was the original voice of Boo Berry. But Carl Witzman says, wait a minute. 
That's not Bobby Boris Pickett singing Monster Mash. Hearsay or heresy? Heresy. Heresy. Well, I personally like this version a lot. And Dave Mattingly says, Booberry has no smell because it's intangible. Because it's a ghost. (laughs) 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 And Willow was not impressed by Booberry. Although my cat liked the milk. (laughs) I have a feeling that that may not be the best thing for your cat. She loves it though. She she actually she'll get mad at me if I don't share the milk with her after I eat my cereal. Chemically colored milk may it's not be a good choice for the cat. I'm just saying. I think it's good for us. Cat's <laughs> living its best life. But I'm thinking. <laughs> and I don't know if this just has to do with the fact that I'm using almond milk and not real milk. It didn't turn blue. It turned gray. I turn blue. I use oat milk. I don't know. I'm feeling like gray milk is not very appealing. <laughs> D, would you like some of the gray milk? Did you keep eating? Like this isn't appealing. <laughs> it tastes good though. I just, <laughs> you just can't. And today's my cheat day, so I gotta like I gotta take advantage of the cheat day today. And Carl just says, "Poor D." <laughs> I wish I could hug Dee, although I don't want to hug Dee, but I want to hug Dee. <laughs> you really don't. I, like, smell horrible right now. <laughs> I'm not a big, like, bubble. I'm like, a six feet is not far enough for me kind of person. Like, yeah, same. same. This but is funny. <laughs> Kim White says, thank you, Dee, for your transparency. I am clueless about a lot of the references. Hashtag Princess Problems. Is Debartee the cereal princess? I think she is. The pop culture princess? (laughs) I feel alone a lot of times on here. Yes, yes. You're welcome, Johnny. Yes, yes. You're you're that's somebody drank on my coffee twice. (laughs) (laughs) Now now did she say I'm the princess? Well, is that what that means? Kim, you you weren't with us last week to meet Kim. She is the princess. Okay, the kinder, she's the kindergarten princess. She is that we all willingly bow to. Like, yes, ma'am. Yes, and 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 from from a business perspective, she is a a Jedi master, and we've all sat as Padawans at the feet of Kim White over the last few months. Mm-hmm. Truth. But you know, I was thinking about something the other day, and I have to wonder if I'm like a, an actual diva. I because, think you are. Because, like, there's several things that I'm just like kind of a butt about. Like, you were talking to me. Like, I look, I, I am usually a very pleasant person. John loves me. He can, he can vouch for this. I'm usually a very pleasant, but I'm not in the morning. I am not a morning person. Oh, and really? Like, I, don't, I don't know why you want me to do the show because I'm like a total bee in the morning. Like, I, I mean, so like, he's talking to me about like traveling with him and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I only stay in the hotel and I don't get up before 6 a.m. 
and I need like two days and I'm like. <laughs> that is not a diva. That is having your standards and sticking to them. <laughs> Her standards are diva standards. No, they're not. So, so okay, if if this, if we were to be invited to uh, host a portion of a convention or be a guest at a convention in Wait, the green room, <laughs> if we were welcome to be uh, become a host <laughs> for a convention, uh, in the green room, would there be a bowl of M&Ms in one color? Or <laughs> Yeah, so D-Bar-T, would that be in your our contract writer that they have to separate the M&Ms for you? What no. would be what would be the thing in your contract writer that uh, uh, that uh, a, a con booking us would have to provide you a non negotiable? Probably just a nice hotel. Like I am not going to stay in like Super Eight. But okay, what if what if Super Eight is the nicest hotel in town? <laughs> next exit. I'm not going, or I'm not staying in that town. I'm going because, to the next town. Okay, the so Airbnb in town, which is look. So let me tell you, I look. I am not like a, a diva. Like I won't stay in like a, a nasty hotel. Be, there's a reason. I stayed in a funky. Well, I don't want to say funky, but it, it was it was an actual motel, and. I almost got kidnapped and I'm not joking. Like there was a man taking pictures of me walking back and forth. And then there was a woman with him. And then there was another guy that pulled up right in front of my room. And if I hadn't gone to the lobby, like bad things could happen. So, and we switched hotels immediately. So that's why I'm very much like, I'm not staying in a motel. Wow. But, but, the motel in question that we are talking about that she is referencing for Metropolis mm -hmm. was not actually a motel. It, yes, it was called Motel 6. It's a national chain, but it was actually a rather nice hotel with indoor entrances, and it was the nicest hotel in town. We're so you know about what I did? I went and exit down and stayed at the Hampton Inn. In Paducah, Kentucky. That's my girl. <laughs> I like Hampton Inns. Yeah. They're usually pretty good there. Yeah, yeah. for for a hundred dollars more a night. Yes, anyway. but your security and calmness, especially as a mom and a woman, is priceless. I'll spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to feel safe for a night. That's why I'm telling John, like he doesn't have to worry about that. No. He does not have to worry. Like after what happened to me, I'm wait, telling you. Wait, what do you mean? I don't have to worry about that. Have you seen how gorgeous I am? You're a man, though. How many men actually get kidnapped for human trafficking? I'm Someone telling you, look up that trafficking stat. Ring. Chris, look up that stat. Did you this, this, is, work? this is important for you and I to know because we are gorgeous men and we are at risk of being kidnapped. Chris is like, I don't, I don't want in on this. I don't think anybody's going to kidnap me, my friend. <laughs> Um, Eli says Rosario needs to watch her back for Melissa. I would agree I mean, with that. Wrong. <laughs> Speaking of kidnapping. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm creepy, but I'm not an like that kind of. We're not like. like want to come to my dungeon? No, no. Yeah. I'm not creepy with, but like shy creepy. I'm like, nope, I can't do it. No. <laughs> I would get like that close and be like. John is less safe when he's like. Uh, Carl <laughs> Sorry, says, "Will jumping ahead." There will be 
blue cat poop later. <clears throat> Just don't freak out, Willow. <laughs> I, I will feeling... be impressed. Probably accurate. That that's probably uh, accurate. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you what the green Captain Crunch did. Um. Anyway, uh, my sexy business, Kim White says, I am with you, D. Own your royalty, D. Yes. Oh, please don't Will empower do. her. <laughs> it makes my life harder. I'm with you, D. And Dave Mattingly says Star Wars MMs would separate the light MMs from the dark MMs. <laughs> that's why we love Dave. Love that. I don't like MMs, so they would be in my dressing room. I think that's gonna go on my rider, Dave. I actually like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. I'm an odd woman. I don't like chocolate. <laughs> She doesn't like cereal. She doesn't like chocolate. She doesn't like mornings. She doesn't like Star Wars. She likes you. You're welcome. (laughs) She's here. Yeah, so here's what's really funny, guys. Little little backstory. DBRT got cast on a show with me that I wasn't wasn't producing. I was directing it. But uh, we were doing Tales from the Geek together. Mm -hmm. And it was a weekly comic book review show. D has never read a comic in her life. <laughs> but the but the producer cast her because she's bubbly and charming and beautiful. She's adorable. And and she's awesome. And that's where <laughs> our relationship began. So uh and Drew says, You beat me to it, Dave. You got the higher ground this time, Dave. Oh, the higher ground. Nice. Always take the higher ground. <laughs> And it is uh, worth $100 extra not to bring home bed bugs, too. Okay. I, I will agree with that. Dude, and can I ask you a question? Do you travel with your own sheets? Do you, do, you, do you put your own sheets on the bed when you go to a, a when you travel at all? Me? Yeah. No, because I stay in nice hotels and nice sheets. All right. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's just a question. I know some, some people do. No. I have I five kids. I don't do all that crap. I do travel with my own pillow. I, I will tell you that. I, I do pack my pillow and I travel. You know, I used to, but I left it in too many places, so I don't do that anymore. It happened to me once, and I and I paid for them the FedEx because I was like, "Oh my god, I need my pillow!" I'm like, I don't care how Checklist, fast I get here. Checklists. I know. Hello. That's why I like you because I know I know their hotels, I know their beds, their their pillows. Everything's usually very nice. So. Mm-hmm. Plus, my husband travels a lot. Sometimes we get free hotel rooms because he has oh, all his points. So that's the way to go. Dave Mattingly says John is less less safe when he's Johnny Quinn. That is the absolute truth. So God, I can see being, being yeah, a yeah. So so Chris, <laughs> when when I when I play Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and I'm wearing the sparkly booty shorts and the right. fishnets, I let me tell you what I get hit on. I was like say, nobody's business. You got to target them legs. He's not like it's men, women, everything. I mean, I've seen the pictures and it's very impressive. So I can only imagine what it's like in, in person. I, it sure it gives off a very good aura and presence. He's got a nice booty and nice legs. And right. Right. And there you go. And that's what you, you got to target on your back. <laughs> so you make Chris uncomfortable. He's like, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so Dee's Dee's husband came with her to Metropolis to Superman celebration, and he saw me as Harley Quinn for the first time. I think he thought it was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He walks in that door, and this is his face. <laughs> <laughs> and then leaves. That, that was the it. face my partner gives me it. every time I get nerdy. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm sure there were conversations on the drive back home, D. <laughs> Not really. He's like, I mean, he knows you well enough by now. He's like, well, that's just John. He's all weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's just John. And Dave says, hey, we've all hit on John at one point or another. <laughs> And Eli says, as John is my witness, I've seen people hit on him. Yes, that's true. <laughs> now, Eli, I'm going to put this comment up on the screen Uh-oh. just so people know. Um, this is a trigger warning. Yes, Eli really is this weird and this disturbed. He says to Melissa, stay away from my pocket knives, Melissa. I don't want to find a severed face lying around. Okay, I bring a gun to a knife fight. So, <laughs> so there. there so, just so that everybody knows, everyone who's playing along with their uh, at home version of Back of the Cereal Box, we are are like nowhere near where we need to be in the uh, show outline. We've got eight minutes left, and we still haven't gotten to new loot. And Drew Milden is begging us to get to new loot and you guys you guys oh my god i'm so i'm 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 destroyed i'm i'm so distressed so this week the the board game horrified american monsters came out and i love horrified if you guys if you guys don't know this game it's right behind me on the uh, game shelf it's a game where you play cooperatively to save the town against the universal movie monsters, Dracula and Frankenstein and the Wolfman. That's cool. Well, this week, the sequel came out, and it's American Monsters Cryptids, Willow. Nice. You've got the Jersey Devil, Mothman, Bigfoot. You've got um, a Chupacabra and a Sheep Squatch. Ooh. What? The very first episode of... Case Files of the Geek Gumshoe was about the Sheep Squatch. And they put it in the game. I can't believe it. Nice. I never heard of Sheep Squatch. So anyway, it came out today um, or, or this week. I'm super excited to go get it. I look on the line to see who has it. Target. Other side of town. Down by UD. Nashville West. Says they have it in stock. So I drive an hour oh, down no. to Target. You should have called me. Out of stock? It's not on the shelves. Huh? I, I, I asked the guy. Back. From the people that work at Target, they're like, oh, I want this. And they save it in the bag. Been there, well, done there. Well, so so I asked the guy who's stocking the shelves. I said, hey, your website says you have these in stock. He looks it up. He says, yep, says we have eight. Well, it's not on the shelf. I'm going to go check in the back. They don't have any. Oh. They don't even have a spot on the shelf for him. So their website is lying, their inventory is lying, or some some scalper grabbed them all up and is selling them on eBay as we speak. 
That's the more likely scenario. Why don't you just order it online? Because I hate doing that. I love going to the store. I love the thrill of the hunt. I love picking up the physical product at that time. And I needed, listen, I needed that retail therapy in that moment. I will check out the game store near my house and see if they have. You love the thrill of the hunt, but now you're pissed that your hunt didn't succeed. (laughs) Well, because I used the tool of technology to make sure I was hunting in the right spot. And so I did order it online. I, I capitulated and ordered it from Amazon, which I, I, I hate. I hate. And now I got to wait until Wednesday, and I don't have it to show this morning. I can't show you the sheep squatch figurine. I, I'm going to have to wait until next week. I'm heartbroken. I'm depressed. My whole week has been ruined. I can fix it. I got new stuff. What do you got, Melissa? Let's got, see it. Surprise, surprise. Organizing stuff. Oh, I got, I got a new pantry and these, oh my gosh, if it's two boxes of spaghetti, don't even fill it and it lays sideways and then they stack really nice and it comes with labels and measuring cups. <sighs> and I had a client suggest this from Ucopia, like the thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to redo my baking cooking thing and see how my pots and pans and baking shoots fit in there. Ooh, I like that. I'm so excited. <laughs> these all have, like this these are for my new pantry because i got a new pantry which obviously i can't carry upstairs don't get me started on that rude person at menards <clears throat> but so excited and, and and you have something brand new behind you this morning i do what any to, new pops or no to make sure that your cup never yes runs i brought empty. my french press up because i knew chris would be on and i know that chris and johnny or a caffeinated needed thing, but I, I, I drank it all. This is a already. New wow, that was like what two cups? Is that about two cups that that holds? Yeah, this 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 mug is mom sized. Yeah, this it's about two cups. I, I like that mom size. D Barty, can you relate to that? Cup of coffee being mom sized. That's all I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't give me a small cat. What's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Anybody who give, who who makes uh, coffee in the little teacups uh, are insane. Just leave the pot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Willow, do you have any new loot this week? I do. Okay, so uh, I'm a huge Elvira fan. Oh, nice. So, uh, one of my I went to a train show uh, last weekend. And found found this. One of my friends bought me. Is that the Lego (laughs) minifig? Yeah, that's adorable. One one of my friends bought me the minifig uh, for my birthday, so I have two 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 of the Elvira minifigs, and I bought her uh, memoir book book from Amazon. So nice. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, D, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Other than uh, a case of food poisoning from canned chili, do you have any new loot for us this morning? Well, I got a new coffee cup. I love dogs. Ooh. And it says, dog person. That's adorable. <laughs> and it's all dog. That's, that's very cool. I, I love that cup. I'm a dog person. I have a sweet yeah. little chihuahua named Jax. And this morning, when I woke, like two in the morning, 
I got a new phone case too. Oh, wait, wait. Let's see this phone case. Oh, sparkle. That is bedazzled. Ooh. Is that Mickey? Oh my God. That's adorable. Yeah. Yep. But there's no phone in it. No, I had to take the case off to put the phone on the thing so I could do the shift. Because <laughs> it wouldn't fit. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's hysterical. Um, all right, Chris. Yes. You got all kinds of fun stuff behind you, but anything new this week or anything you just want to show off to our fans? All right. So one thing I'll show, I'll show something new and something old, even though they're both sort of old. Uh, so I did manage to score a vinyl version of Ooh. HD. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, which, you know, which also for any horror fans out there was the, was sort of the unofficial, the official, sorry, the official soundtrack of Maximum Overdrive, uh, the film from the eighties, Stephen King. So was really excited about that. And I did, I dug this out for the show today and I showed Johnny before, but this is my original Millennium Falcon from the 1980s. Empire wow. Strikes Back. Oh, and look who's in the cockpit. Uh -oh, <coughs> ah. It's OG Han Solo in OG. Nice. Flying. Okay, don't hate me, but what is the Millennium Falcon? I hear it all the time. And yeah, that's I see that, and I know it's that, but who does it belong to? Han Solo. Han Solo. It is Han Solo's ship. Originally, originally Lando Calrissian's ship. But Han Solo won it from him, and then now Bob. Ray Skywalker. Yes, and now Ray Skywalker owns Harrison him. Ford. Yeah, okay. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison. Ford. Harrison Ford. Now, now, to Harrison Ford. <laughs> now, now wait a minute, Chris. Grab grab that again, because because sure. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about this. Because I got to know, it is like everybody's a Millennium Falcon from the '80s. Mm -hmm. It is missing the the cannons on the top yeah do, now do you have them do you know where they are were they nope. lost long they, ago they lost lost to time all probably, right probably lost when i was launching this off my couch hoping <laughs> maybe it would fly it did fly for about one second before crashing <laughs> to the earth but you know that's you know as a kid you can only hope that's right so all right. Back but, it. right but you still have the radar dish I still have the radar dish. And do you still have the chess table? Out. Oh, okay. nice. But wow. I still have the training, the Jedi, the training. Uh, the training or, bar, yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. and But, yeah, the chess dish is there, or chess uh, table. Now, now, okay, so for those of you who don't know, among collectors, that Jedi probe training bar is the first thing that everyone lost yeah it is the, the hardest thing to replace it is the most expensive thing to replace on the millennium falcon the second most difficult thing to replace is the chess table yeah yeah and that that little training orb i mean this is you know it's a little piece of plastic with a white piece of string that holds this little like i don't bean. plastic yeah bean that that was the training thing, and yeah, that just ultimately is always going to get lost because it wasn't even really attached; it was just stuck on a peg. Yeah, and you could take it on and off, and it just yeah, there like was no way. There was the no first way. five minutes yeah. gone. Of course, yeah, absolutely. The first flight gone. 
Now, now, do you still have the cover for the uh, storage compartment? I do. I do. I'll show you. I'll bring it back up. But yes, and, I do. And I want everyone to see D-Barty's face, how engaged she is <laughs> in the Millennium oh, Falcon. Look, there's some stowaways in there. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. That was... Yeah, okay, so here's what is funny about that. Those were the stowaways that they show on the box and in the commercial. But in the movie... That's not where the droid. The droids never hide. No, they never hid in there. That's droids that didn't hide. Yeah, but but they hid um, when they when they had the troopers when they when they assaulted the stormtroopers in New Hope and you know stole. That's I think they hid in there. Yeah, ultimately got the got the disguises. But yes, now I see your thumb is where the the hatch the door. Oh, there it is. Okay, there it is. But it is missing the two. Yeah. Know, the the supports, the little, yeah, the little supports. Those are those are long gone, but I still have the door. That's awesome. <laughs> now, do you remember, Chris? In the commercial, they would show the kid flying it around, holding the front landing gear like a handle. Do you, Do you remember that? <laughs> I do, and I would, you know, just let it go sometimes. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, a horrible idea, by the way, because it it completely destroys the the joint, the spring mechanism on that landing gear, and it, it will does. cease yes. to cease to function. And even this, like these little the landing gear, they don't they don't they don't really stay anymore. I mean, they they look cool, but the minute you put it down, they they ultimately just they go back in. They're just so worn at this point. <laughs> but it is it is the best toy ever made. I. Agree one hundred percent. As far as yes, toys made, it is the one of the greatest things ever. My, yeah, I, sorry, go ahead, Johnny. My greatest birthday was the the birthday that I got the Millennium Falcon. But it was Christmas. Willow it was a Christmas gift. Considering how often you probably lodge that thing off your couch, that thing is in good shape. I know, right? I, I was thinking that. I'm like, this thing is taking so many flights. <laughs> That uh, because a lot of times too, like I would try to like aim it from couch to couch, you know. So you're like, so that way, at least if it's gonna crash, it's gonna crash land into another couch. I love Dee's face right now. She's like, please get me the hell out of here quickly. Is this show over yet? First guest ever. Most boring show of all time. I love it. As I talk about how I used to throw my Millennium Falcon across the room from couch to couch. Because that was it. That was how that that was it. Flying, that was in flight. <laughs> All right. So we we we're, we're actually over time, but we got to do one thing before we let everyone go. And D, you're gonna love this segment because this is brand new, and it's trivia time. We are going to test Chris's and D Barty's comic book knowledge. Why do you? Do this to me. <laughs> no, I'm doing I'm doing it to Chris, but I think it'll be fun if he can answer great. it to ask you to answer it. I'll so you don't like know anything. I've got my comic book trivia cards, the flashcards. I'm gonna give them a quick cut and shuffle, and we'll draw one card at random. Normally we would do three. Today we're just gonna do one for time's sake. Got it. Oh, this is yeah. too easy. This is too easy for both of you. I won't so, get it. Okay, so I'll give it to you first, D, and then Chris will be able to give you the correct answer. I hope so. 
What, I don't love this game. What is the Black Panther's real name? Don't know. Chris? T'Challa. Ding, 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 ding. Chris wins the first round. The rules don't matter. The points don't count. <laughs> Up next, D-Barty, the question is, Bruce Banner became the Incredible Hulk when exposed to what? <laughs> Don't know. Chris? That would be gamma radiation. Ding, 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 Chris. Gamma radiation. <laughs> Chris, you win our comic book trivia. Wait, D, you want one more? I'll make it easy. What's the matter? I don't know. What is the name... <laughs> Ah, this is not easy. What is the name of the man who supposedly shot and killed Thomas and Martha Wayne? Initials JC. This okay, this is a contestable question. It is contestable, but if you're gonna go, well, uh, hold on, I don't want this is gonna turn into another 20-minute show. So D Barty, JC, Chris, do you know? It would be Joe Chill. Who is Joe Chill? <laughs> However, still don't know. But it depends on which canon yeah. you are consulting. Because if it's New Fifty Two canon, yeah. Joe Chill. Mm -hmm. If it's pre New Fifty Two canon, we don't know. We don't know. And if it's the Mar, if it's the movie canon, it's uh, it's uh, 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 Jack. Joker. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. The Joker. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I I don't know if we could. I'm gonna. I would go. With, Willow, Melissa, are you playing along? Are you are you with? Kind of, yeah, sort of. I'm yep. gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the the original <laughs> that it's Joe Chill. But it's always gonna be one of those things where how how are we ever going to know? I mean, he was a young boy, and pretty much there were no witnesses except for except for uh, Bruce, and you know he didn't know who it was. So you know, or it's repressed memory. I, I don't know. <laughs> Dramatic experience. Bruce Banner became the Hulk <laughs> when exposed to blueberry cereal. Which is why I don't eat it. And green, <laughs> from green to blue. He was Blue Hulk. That's what made him Blue Hulk. <laughs> Did he drink the milk? Kim White says, I could see Chris pulling up his ship to clients and inviting them to the table to rock their business. Is that what happened on your call, Melissa? Chris, we need to schedule a second call. I'm on the on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Only on the Millennium Falcon. Just don't launch it off the couch this time. That would time. be an amazing. <laughs> by the way, if I ever get that, would be a great way to decorate. My office is literally the cabin of the Millennium Falcon, and that's where we do all meetings. Nice. D, D asks, "Why do you do this to me, Johnny?" And Eli Cash accurately says, "He does it because he loves you." Except John loves John's love D. Accept it. Embrace it. Invite him into your life. Ask him into your heart. It's a people like royally piss me off on the show. And then he'll call me later going, D, I'm so sorry. I love you. Please don't leave me. Wait, who would royally piss you off? You? No, not I me. do not. <laughs> I do not. All right, so we didn't get to half of what I had planned because Chris was just that great of a guest, which Sorry. means which means 
Uh, no, Angel Love, we are not going to have the extended edition. She she did suggest that, um, and I would love that. But but I um, oh, and Angel Love actually also says, "Don't judge me, but I totally had chili for breakfast instead of cereal." Was it on I feel like you want us to judge you though. Yeah, me too. Just didn't eat it. <laughs> And we're done. See you next week, kids. That is the end of the show. <laughs> oh, and, and, and Drew has, we, we have so many comments that we can't get to this morning. Yeah. Drew, I uh, see we you. love you all. But that means, Chris, that because yes. you were such a great guest, that we just need to have you back. Always happy to come back. Always happy to come back. This is great. Love and, it. And, and if people want to hear more of your pop culture discussions and fun and whatnot, they should listen to the Chris and Amanda show. Yes. Yeah, the Chris and Amanda show uh, is live every single Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And you can catch us over on Fireside, the Fireside app. Uh, we're also... Um, live on Twitch and YouTube as well. So just go over to Chris and Amanda show. If you like to hear two friends talk about music, uh, I come from punk metal hardcore and Amanda, my coast is more country eighties pop and uh, Nora Jones, Pandora station. So we each give three songs to each other every week that we don't think the others heard. And we rate it on a scale of one to five records. Uh, the show's about an hour long and uh, usually we find it pretty funny. We think we're pretty funny. So it's hilarious. It's I so love great. this idea. And and what is, has she like converted you to anything that you weren't familiar with? I will say she's definitely given me some songs that I, uh, I'd never heard before that I kind of dig. Like I'm not a big country music fan. Um, I just don't listen to a lot of it. And she's definitely given me some tunes that I'm like, that's pretty cool. It has made a playlist or two of mine. So, and I think I've done the same for her. I've definitely got, I've definitely opened her up to the world of ska. So that, that's for sure. <laughs> Who's your favorite ska band? My favorite ska band? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm probably going to go with, you know, I'm probably going to go with the specials are like as far as, you know, old old school stuff. I like the specials, uh, but I love Operation Ivy. So ska punk stuff. So my favorite ska band, and I can't remember the name of the band. I'm looking for it. They did a cover of Take On Me by iHeart. Yes. I love that song. Real Love that cover. That's a great, that's a great, yes. And Dave, I see Madness. Yep. That's a good one too. Madness is great. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chris, everyone can find Chris at Chris Vaglio on Instagram and all of the socials. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything big coming up this week that you want people to especially check out? Uh, honestly, just uh, the Chris and Amanda show coming up on Monday at uh, 12 p.m. I mean, that that's usually that. And then I go live on, I do my own show, a uh, solo show called Rocket Live, and that happens on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. And you can watch that on LinkedIn Live, uh, YouTube, and also on the Facebook. You are definitely the most uh, untraditional, unconventional business growth consultant I've ever met. I love it. Thank you. Well, I'm I'm proud I'm proud of that that title. That's you know, I just set out to be me and do my own thing. And you know, that's what that's what being involved in punk rock and hardcore and metal does to you. So you know I love it. I love it. Willow, where are you showing up this week? Oh, okay. So uh later on today I will be co-hosting uh Reels and Heels. Uh so 2 p.m. uh Central. Do you guys have a topic this week? 
Uh, we're talking to the people from uh, Phantasma, uh Orlando. Oh, Phantasmagoria? Uh, no, it's a convention that they're oh, that we're okay. talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Phantasm or something. Like <clears throat> you're you're such a good host. <laughs> I, I, I love that. I only promote the stuff. I I. I... <laughs> <laughs> find Willow at all the places at Willow Skyler. Um, and did you find the lyrics in print I form? I actually think I did. Uh. Was it from DVR? I I don't know. I I can't find them. <laughs> okay, I I'll send the link to you. But Will, yes, Willow, I think I this whole I episode, I found she has been doing a Google search for the Halloween alternative lyrics for "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year." Because I wanted to sing it this morning, but she did not find them in Sorry. time. So you all have been spared <laughs> that injustice. Melissa, hopefulsimplicity.com. What else is going on? Where where else can people find you? You got a brand new podcast too. I do. Um, uh, Clearing Chaos. The second episode dropped this week on all your favorite listening platforms and on YouTube, which I highly recommend YouTube because you can't help what this says. And so that is that is my other co-host podcast with Angel. Um, but yeah, at Wednesday, we are in week two of celebrating four years of hopeful simplicity. So Wednesday, I will go live again and yeah, all the things. So I will announce the winner for week one tomorrow before the next week of habit stacking starts. So yeah, all things, hopeful simplicity, all the links, all the things that's all it's, you, you Google it. You find me. That's what it is. Fantastic. DBRT photo. You got a big shoot coming up today? Or, or on Instagram at DBRT Photo. What? Or on Instagram at DBRT Photo. Yeah, I'm on Facebook too. <laughs> Anything special happening? Anything people people need to book their mini sessions for October. We're almost halfway through. It's Halloween the ninth today. Mm-hmm. All right, D. We're gonna let you go so you you don't you. Uh, feel bad the rest of the day. And Thank and you. look at this, look at this, look at this. Um, Willow found it and sent it to me. It's the most wonderful time of the year with the kids trick or treating and everyone at. No, that's horrible lyrics. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna continue to look for the rest. Okay, of the I'll I'll try to I'll do my best. Can we have Chris back closer to Christmas so we can take the Mariah Carey and the Marilyn Manson crossover? <laughs> I feel like he would be the perfect guest for that episode. We we can we can make that happen. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, we will do that. And uh, for everyone wanting to follow me and why in the world would you just go to my website, johnpica.com and find all the things. And oh my gosh, there's so much happening this week that we didn't even get a chance to talk about, to touch on. An hour is not long enough and we're 20 minutes over. And um, you know what? Here's really what's really funny about that, Chris, is everyone tells me that an hour-long video show is too long, that nobody will watch it. And yet, have you guys seen the number of views that we're getting on Facebook? We, I see it. We, we had 
our last episode, two episodes ago, 24,000 viewers on Facebook. That's amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> bucket, buck in the experts. That's it. Buck in the experts. Listen, when you're having fun, you're having fun. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, guys and gals, we are going to let you go. Have a great Saturday. I didn't even get to talk about all of our sponsors, like the Hanging at Web TV show. And um, don't forget Sean's Content Creators of Color 30-Day Challenge. And uh, make sure you check out all of our other shows on the uh, Back of the Cereal Box Network. And, of course, visit our website, backofthecerealbox.fun. And as the ticker says at the bottom, if you love the show, donate generously at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. If you hate the show, donate even more generously to help us improve it at buymeacoffee.com slash cerealboxpod. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll say good afternoon, good weekend. Love you, mean it. We'll catch happy, you on the Happy Thanksgiving side. to all my Canadian friends. All right, friends and foes, that wraps it up for another great week. If you like this episode, make sure you share it with two or 300 of your closest friends and family. And don't forget, if you want to see what we were talking about, you can watch us by subscribing on YouTube or liking the Facebook page. And you can join the discussion even after we've gone off the air by joining our Facebook community at the Back of the Cereal Box Virtual Rec Room. Drop us an email. Let us know what you think. Or send us a voice recording right here on the podcast, and we will address your comments on air, and that would be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, guys and gals. Until the next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.